households, supply equipment and provide relief to health workers, health infrastructure, security operations, evacuations, quarantine and coordination, economic relief, stabilization and revitalization, and COVID-19 complementary releases. Mr. Speaker, a total amount of 4.6 billion was programmed in the 2021 budget for COVID-19 related expenses. At the end of 2021, total utilization was 3.9 million, 3.9 billion represented 5% utilization. One particular one that is conspicuously missing in it is the COVID-19 trust fund that was established by the President of the Republic of Ghana. Mr. Speaker, that is critical because any amount that accrued to the fund is public fund and it should be accounted as such. So far, from January from 2020 to December 2021, he has spent 12 billion of that money, 12 billion. What he has failed to do is to tell us that between the 19.3 billion and the 12 billion, the difference of 7.3 billion where the money is and what they have used the money for. I call on you, Mr. Speaker, to set up an ad hoc committee so that we can bring the various head of the MDAs, in particular, in particular, that spent the money to account for this in detail. Right. So you've been hearing some members of parliament, Kessel uh, forcing, sharing their views on this. The minority has been saying that something does not just you know add up if you look at the accounting that the finance minister did uh, well but they are very happy that the finance minister appeared to want to ignore them until parliament you know put its foot down and insisted that if he did not show up to account for uh, the funds none of his business in his ministry will be attended to by parliament so they feel that they have done a good job by compelling him to show up there and account. This show is brought to you by Bank of Africa, as strong as a group and close as a partner, empty and everywhere you go. Ashasi University, educating ethical and entrepreneurial leaders for Africa, Robert and Sons Optical Services, your comprehensive IK service provider for 31 years. Waylead Properties, home is where one stars. And Farnat, Ghana, think wood, think Farnat. And so, the minority has been saying, from what the minister presented, they compare that with the president's statement in March, specifically 30th March 2022, where the president said that 17.7 billion had been spent in containing COVID-19. Just oppose that with the minister saying that 12 billion was spent. Then they ask, but the finance minister received a total of 19 billion. So how does he account for the shortfall? They ask na sikano The president also said that 1.9 billion is what was spent for the mass reopening of schools after COVID hit and the shutdowns happened, the lockdowns happened. But the minister says 1.1 billion is what was used. So those are some of the highlights of the issues that 
the NPs had raised. Let's now find out what exactly the problem is, if there is indeed some problem. My guests have been uh, Samuel Okujetua Blackwa Northton, uh, MP for Northton and Ranking Member, Foreign Affairs Committee of Parliament, Dr. John Ampontia Kuma, MP Ejiso and Deputy Minister for Finance. Martin Pebu is a lawyer and rights activist. Kweku Enchibuesiakon is a Ghanaian citizen. He has uh, asked to be excused, so he's left us. Um, so thank you once again. Uh, joining us for this second segment will be Kwame Sapong, a CEDU pharmacist and fellow, Ghana Center for Democratic Development, CDD, Ghana. Uh, Kwame, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, good morning to your listeners. All right. So let's begin to uh, set the stage again. What exactly are your concerns, uh, Sami? Yes, so <clears throat> my concerns and the concerns of the NDC caucus in Parliament, I'll outline them under five broad categories. But let me quickly make a preliminary comment, which is that it should not have taken Parliament this stress, this adios and strenuous campaign to get the finance minister to account for the biggest expenditure item probably in the entire history of our country. <laughs> look, if you look at our budget deficit for 2020, it's the highest in the sub-region, 15.2%, largely because of this COVID expenditure. Cote d'Ivoire did 5.5%, Togo 4.7%, Burkina Faso 5.4%, Benin 3.0%, DR Congo 1.3%, Tanzania 1.8%, Ethiopia 3.0%, Guinea 3.1%, South Tommy and Pesu 5.0%. You will not find this 15.2%, you know, uh, easily. So it's a huge fiscal imposition that COVID brought. And billions, not millions, of monies have been spent. So we shall see a government that is willing hmm. and open to the idea of accountability. It shouldn't be this stressful. Look, the speaker had to even blacklist the finance ministry. That's his business. He had brought a $1 billion loan. We had to put it aside. It was suspended that it will not be approved. The finance committee should not even deliberate on it until this account is done. So I'm saying that preliminary observation, never again. But I am glad that this is also the democratic dividend from the kind of parliament we have. Hmm. Hang parliament, a speaker who is not from the president's party. Sometimes we lose sight of some of the advantages we are getting from this current configuration. Remember that we had filed a motion earlier and the speaker was away. Yeah. The first deputy speaker presided and he threw a motion away. There are two forcing motion mm -hmm. calling for a probe. Mm -hmm. It was thrown away. That would have been the end of the matter yeah. if we didn't have a speaker yeah. from a different party of the president. So good. it is very no, good. But this was not it's a probe. Yes. But, but, but for at least. come and answer questions. Yes. But maybe if the question it was for just answer questions, Joe Uzu may not have No, remember this was not a question. We asked him to come and the speaker directed that he should come and make a statement, a full statement. Mm -hmm. You know, of expenditure. So it's not the same as what you are also through. Yeah, yeah, throughout. But yeah. at least now, through this statement and the directive of the speaker, the speaker has directed that the joint committees of finance and health should take this matter, delve into it, and uh, and present a report in October. 
So when it's you, major when progress. You this yeah. When you go to court, sometimes yeah. we get our motions wrong, but yeah. the court sees the substance and then exactly. manages and gives exactly. you for justice to be done. So if okay. John saw that, okay, maybe the uh, remit of the motion was too wide, you could have given something to advance exactly. our government, but exactly. not throw it out. Exactly. Okay. All right. Exactly. So let me let me quickly run through our five main concerns. The first one is the inconsistent figures with the total expenditure. If you look at Appendix 1 of the Finance Minister's presentation to Parliament this week, the Finance Minister is stating that the utilization is 8.1 billion. That is the utilization. However, if you take the 2021 budget presentation, the Finance Minister's own budget presentation, a copy of which I have here, page 274, utilization is provided here as 18.1 billion, not eight, a 10 billion CD difference. It's here, utilization, page 274, 18.194 billion. How is it that months after almost a year after you are telling us it's 8.1 billion then you see that is not all in the inconsistencies you come to the president's message on the state of the nation i have his address here the president told us in his message quote in all data from the ministry of finance tells us that an amount of 17.7 billion or 4.6 percent of gdp has been spent in containing the pandemic since 2020. The president is saying 17.7 billion is what has been spent. Spent. But when you read the finance minister's statement, paragraph 19, page 7, he tries to give some rationalization, which doesn't really <laughs> wash. This is what Honorable Kenofoyata said this week in Parliament. Mr. Speaker, at this juncture, I wish to dispel the notion that there have been inconsistencies in government data on COVID-19. His Excellency the President intimated during the State of Initial <coughs> Address on 30th March 2022, we had mobilized. This is Kenofoyata introducing his own word. Mm -hmm. We had mobilized about 17.7 billion since 2022 to fight the pandemic. We have subsequently reconciled the data, and I can report that as end of May 2022, we have mobilized 18.19 billion to mitigate the effects of the pandemic. Again, when His Excellency the Vice President indicated on 7 April 2022 at the National Tescon Conference that we have spent 8.1 billion in 2019, the context was with the expenditure for 2020. Again, this paragraph 19 is loaded with inconsistencies and dishonesty. <laughs> Look, the message of the state of the nation is here. The president chose his words carefully. He said, we have spent, not mobilized. We have spent 17.7 billion, not mobilized. Then on the finance, uh, the, the vice president, I have the vice president's speech here, page 29 of his speech. Look at the table. Which speech? Table five, the Tescon speech in, uh, uh, in April. 7th April, the TESCON conference. Go to page 29 of that speech. It is under the table, table 5, expenditure on exceptional items, 2018 to 2021. Ken Ofriata is telling us at paragraph 19 that the finance minister, uh, vice president was talking about 2020. The table heading is that 2018 to 2021. And vice president was talking when? In April 2022, 7th April 2022. All right. And the vice president says, 2020, 2021, 8.1 billion. 
the vice president was not referring to only 2020. So the contradictions are, are just mind-boggling. And you see, if you look at the gaps, so in terms of actual utilization, Kenofriata is said 12 billion. The president has told us earlier 17.7 billion. That's a gap of 5.5 billion. If you present the vice president's own, who is the head of the economic management team, the gap is even wider, you know, about 7 billion. So what is going on? Now, the second concern we have relates to the, 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 the conflicting claims. You've, you've alluded to one of them, school reopening. The president told us it was 1.9 billion. When you read the finance minister's uh, document this week, finance minister says 1.1. That's a variance of 800 million. Where is that 800 million? You come to paragraph 341, page 74 of the 2021 budget. I have seen a number of expenditure items that we were provided with in parliament in the 2021 budget approval, and they don't find any expression in what the finance minister has brought to parliament. Where is the 13.9 million that we said we gave to Metro Mass and STC? Where is the 47.1 million that we say we gave to uh, PSC Tema Shipyard and the Ghana Airport Company at paragraphs 341, 342, page 74 of the 2021 budget? You go through the entire presentation, the accounting for uh, the utilization at Appendix 1 mm. of the Finance Minister's presentation, that is not accounted for. Then you come to paragraph 361 of the 2021 budget. You notice that the government has set up this, what they call the, the CAPBAS, the Coronavirus Alleviation Program, Business Support Scheme. In the 2021 budget, what they tell us was utilized is 412.8 million. And yet, when you come to the finance minister's presentation to parliament, appendix one, the finance minister claims that they use 600 million, a variance of 188 million. The finance minister's own document, you said that the CAPBAS, the coronavirus alleviation program, 480 million is what you spent. Now, you say 600 million. So, which is which? 412 million and 600 million are not the same things. Mm, so so then, good, good to be asking for explanation, but must you immediately proceed to, you know, impugn uh, some, you know, I, 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 corruption I, I, there? I, I, I'll, I'll come to that. Like, I'm just concluding quickly. Mm. Then the funding sources. You see, my brother, if you take the media review, that finance minister presented to parliament, 2021 media review. You come to page 99. Mm. What the finance minister reported to parliament is that all the monies that have come in to fight COVID, he, he provided two tables, appendix 4B, 19.3 billion, and then added appendix 4C, funding sources for the 2021 budget following the impact of COVID-19. And that is the World Bank, the Korea support, the Germany support. 6.2 billion. My brother, this 6.2 billion Ghana cities is missing. So we contend that the actual funds that came in for us to fight COVID is 25.5 billion from the finance minister's own document, page 99 of the media review, 25.5 billion. 
But when you come to Appendix 3 of the minister's statement to Parliament, he only provides the GOG funding sources. And he's silent on the World Bank fund funding. Remember that even this World Bank funding, the media review of $200 million, the World Bank country director, Pierre Laporte, in an interview with your colleague, Evans uh, uh, Mensah, mm. said that what they actually gave government was $430 million mm. and not $200 million, which was reported in the media review. Mm. So this, our projection of 12.5 billion Ghana cities could even be more. So how is it that we are now being told that only 19.3 billion cities came, came, came in? It, it, it simply doesn't add up. Let me also state that when you really look at we'll, we'll, we'll be sharing with our viewers uh, some slides of the presentation and you see the funding sources mm -hmm. uh, including the external funding sources yes uh, imf 5.85 billion world bank 1.33 billion european union uh, 504 million you know ghana cities african development bank 40 5.65 million, the Bank of Ghana, 10 billion, and the Government of Ghana Contingency Fund, 1.2 billion, giving you a total of 19.30 billion. Uh, so you can follow. Yes, that's, yep. that's what you see there. And, and, mm. and we contend that that is not the entire picture, that the finance minister in the media review had provided a second table on the external funding which came in. World Bank, $200 million. Korea supports an initial $65 billion, then another $30 million. Then another $30 million from Korea. Then uh, Germany, uh, $40 million euros. If you put all of that together, $6.29 billion. Mm. No mention of that. You don't find it in the, in the, you have, in the, in the finance minister's statement. That's, that's what we have projected. Excellent. Uh, so the source of this projection yes. is the 2021 mid-year budget review, so, so, so page is, 99. So where is all of that money? The finance minister did not, did not talk about it. Mm. Then, uh, let me then, go to... Then, the, if, if I can get 30 seconds, mm. please. The other concern we have is that when you go through the Constitution, Article 175 is clear on what is public funds. Article 175 says, the public funds of Ghana shall be the consolidated fund, the contingency fund, and such other public funds as may be established by or under the authority of an act of parliament. Mm. So when we ask you to come and account, the finance minister should have added the coronavirus yeah. trust fund yeah. established under Act 1013. Should have added it. Mm. There was no mention at all. Mm. And we know that there were many donations. The last time they accounted for in this budget, I think it was about 57 million. That was about a year ago. Okay. So, uh, okay. so, so these are major issues. And then finally, uh, something. Right. Thankfully, yes, you say you are not satisfied. So the speaker has said the joint committee should, go into it. should yeah. uh, do but, a further but, work. But, but, but I want to just conclude on the missed opportunities. I thought that all of this, about 25 billion, we saw young people come up with innovations. You know, all these Incas groups, the ventilator manufacturers and all of that, you know, beautiful engineering, you know, ideas that came to the fore. I don't see how we supported them. Other countries, they have used this coronavirus as an opportunity to create business, businesses, to create industries. You know, these test kits that young people mm. came up with, we, we left them to dry. In the cold. Okay. We didn't so, give so uh, in respect of the in respect of the vice oh, president, the vice president's mention of uh, eight, eight, eight billion. billion. 
that you have an issue with and you contrast with uh, the figures of the president and Kenufriata yes. and then begin to make a raise questions. Uh, this is the explanation I'm getting from the presidency okay. that the vice president's figure on the COVID-19 expenditure of the eight billion was only for COVID-related expenditure. The president, on the other hand, gave the total expenditure from the funds received in the name of COVID. Part of the total was used for budget support. So the vice president only talked about the part of the expenditure that went into specific COVID-19 related matters like PPEs. Uh, I suppose that explains to you. But uh, John, but, but that John, let me go to John immediately. Uh, yes, uh, yes, yes. So John, John, yes. Um, how do you respond to what <laughs> what the the minority point at? That looks yes. that there have been some discrepancies in the presentation. Uh, Samson, thank you for the opportunity. And I'm happy to say that there's been no discrepancies. Uh, but let me respond firstly to the initial comments of my brother Blackwa about the Speaker Blacklisting Ministry of Finance because we failed to appear on time. Let me say that this has not been deliberate. And sometimes when, uh, I mean, if you are the finance minister, he has been a deputy minister before, he knows the workload and the shadows. Sometimes when parliament write to you based on their timetable, it may conflict with your own timetable. And finance ministry is not the only ministry that has asked for more time to be able to appear. And so um, this is one of the reasons. It is never to spite parliament and we have nothing to hide. All right. But the good thing and the good news is that his, the finance minister, Honorable Kenoforiata, did not provide any new information about COVID expenditure. Every figure we put out there was already with Parliament. Every accounting we did in that statement is not, not a new expenditure. It's something we have already accounted for in various budgets and media budget review, and that is what we put together in that statement. And I'm also happy when you corrected Honorable Blackwell's uh, attempt to say that the first deputy speaker threw away a proof, and that is uh, synonymous with making a statement in Parliament. And I know that my senior uh, lawyer Martin tried to assist by saying that when lawyers make mistakes with their emotions, the judge is able to correct. But you see, they are not the same. Judges sit both in law and equity. And sometimes when they see the justice of the matter, they are able to make corrections. If you are a Speaker of Parliament, you're only working with the standing orders, with the laws and conventions of the House. You cannot replace somebody's emotion with a, with, with a statement or question. So please, this is the difference. Honorable Blackwell is supposed to know that it is not possible to file a motion. It's not the same as asking for a statement on a matter. And I, I want to clearly state that uh, please, please proceed to yes, proceed to the issue of the seventeen billion versus okay. the okay. twelve billion. Let me, let me just go, go straight to, to that one. The in terms of consistency and honesty, the finance minister has been consistent, and with these figures, the ranking member on finance on the NDC side, Honorable Atufosi, in his contribution to the statement, said that the finance minister has been consistent, and that shows is honesty to these figures. First of all, the issue about the 8 billion and, and 12 billion, it has been clearly explained in, in the statement. In 2020, 
the, in the 2020 budget, uh, an allocation of 15 billion cities was made for COVID-19, out of which the actual expenditure was, uh, sorry, an allocation of 11.1 billion cities was allocated, out of which 8.1 billion was spent. And this is on actual COVID expenditure. And when you come to 2020, uh, 2021, another 4 billion allocation was made and actual expenditure was 3.9. So when you add the 3.9 plus the 8.1 from the previous year, that is when you get 12 billion out of the 15 billion allocation. So uh, the Honorable Blackburn has to appreciate the difference between allocation and actual expenditures. So there is no conflict there. We, in the two years, wanted to spend 12 billion. That's allocation. But the actual, the money that was actually expended was the 12 billion. And so that's the difference. The issue about the school reopening, he says that one figure says 1.1 billion, another figure says 1.9 billion. In this case, it's the same thing. There was an allocation of 1.9 billion. The actual expenditures was 1.1 billion. John, just a second. Um, please, please read it out. Okujetu yeah, uh, wants to point something out to you. I'm not talking about allocations. If you read page 274 of your own 2021 budget, which we approved, utilization is provided as 18.1 billion, not 8.1 billion. So no, 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 it's not utilized. That's the, that's the mistake you are making. No, 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 that's no. That's no, no. you have referred to. Something Please relax. Those are... Uh, uh, let me, if I could uh, continue. Utilization. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but John... The he's... allocation column is different. Yeah. The allocation column... Is different. The allocation was 19.3 billion. Uh, and but this is not allocation. Yeah. That is not the allocation. 18.1 billion. billion. Yes, please. Mm. No. The 19 billion you are seeing there is not allocation. The 19, read the topic. You see revenue mobilization. That is the funds that came in as a. No, I'm referring to Appendix 12B, performance summary yes. of funding sources. Please, what is the head? The Allocated heading. amount. Allocated amount. 19.3. It's not allocated amount. Please. No, that's what you have here. Please. Mm. You can read oh, the let, 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 let the camera capture this. Please proceed. Mm. The 19.3 billion you are seeing there, yeah. when revenues we receive, out of which we spend 18.3, the figure you are seeing there. So those are different things. And we, we, I think we announced in the 2021 budget the gap that came in the 2020 budget, where our revenue went down Yes, I want to see the, 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 the heading there. Please read the entire thing that we have put there. So I put it's not like allocated amount. Read the, the top, the top, the, the, the expression. Allocated yeah. amount. Is yeah. there? Allocated amount, 19 point. No, but this is longer than allocated. Unfortunately, I'm not carrying my mind. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's uh -huh. Appendix 12B, Performance uh -huh. Summary of Funding Thank Sources. Thank you. Thank you. But so under that, under that, under that, you have funding source, program yes. supported, and exactly. allocated amount. Yeah. Exactly. But then you have utilization. To allocated amount. Please. No, because you are so, saying that the 18.1 is not the utilization, but that is in the column of the utilization. Oh, my brother. You see, your problem is your lack of appreciation of what is before you. It is I, not the figures I take strong exception to that. 
That was, yeah. this is your own budget document. Yes, but you are misreading it. You are misreading it. That's the problem. So, so, so tell us what it means. So me you have put allocation it. there. You have put utilization under a different column. But I mean, Papa, when you were speaking, I was here. I listened to you. I'm saying mm. you are misreading the document before you. That is not it. This is the summary of how much came in and how we expended it. It's not allocated amount. It is not so. You are misreading it. So, so uh, back to what I'm saying, uh, uh, Sam. Yeah, I'm, saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying that in the 2021 budget, we told the country that we had a revenue shortfall in 2020. We had a revenue fall of 11. Point, I think it was 11.6 billion. Okay, because of the lockdown that we experienced, and then there was an unbudgeted expenditure of about 13.6 billion which added up to about 25.5. I may not be correct in terms of the, the specific figures, but the total was 25.5 billion, which was the deficit gap that came in that particular year that Ghana needed to raise money to fill it. This is where the two figures that Ablapa refers to as Appendix 4B and Appendix 4C, okay? So we needed to look both internally and externally to look at how best we are not going, we, we have to raise about 25.5 billion because of COVID. But there's difference between the money you have raised because there's a COVID problem and how much you have spent on COVID itself. So the accounting we did was on the COVID expenditure proper. So some places when you add the 8 billion plus the 4 billion, the 3.9 billion, you're going to get 12 billion as the actual expenditures that went in the name of COVID. And when we say that in the name of COVID, it means we are talking about the frontline workers, the vaccines we have to purchase, the PPP uh, or the PPEs, um, uh, the sanitizers, those direct COVID expenditures. That is what amounted to the 12 billion. But beyond that, still because of COVID, we needed to support the budget because revenues were not coming and so some of the loans that we contracted, some of the support that came in, which is the summary as given in page 274, okay, it came in to support the budget. And we, the figures he's talking about, it was the finance minister who put them out. So how do you stand on his figures, which he has brought before parliament to tell him that he's lying or he's, he's not disclosing, uh, uh, he's not doing full disclosure to you when he has put it before you in parliament? So the basis of the claim that we haven't done full accounting and there's inconsistency is not true. The problem is their misreading and misinterpretation of various figures. When it's supposed to be allocation, they take it for actual. When it is actual expenditure, they take it for allocation. Nobody has done. And they, oh, but that's, that's what you are doing. Nobody has and, done. And that's why why don't you have your own member, document before you? Please. When we were talking, I was listening. Mm. The ranking member on, on, on the NDC side, who understands and appreciates these figures, was the first to commend the finance minister for his consistency. It's not true. Because he no appreciates that everything he's saying is what he has already put before parliament. And there was nothing new, okay, that he is hiding. So clearly, I just want to re-emphasize the point that we have nothing to hide when it comes to accountability. In fact, we believe strongly that for us to preserve our democracy, for us as a government to uh, keep the trust of, of the people, we must account for every penny and persuader that comes to us 
on, on, for and on behalf of the people. And right. that's exactly what we have done. Okay. The issue about the private funds that were not accounted for, that is a question of law. And even if we needed to go and get all the data to add to the finance minister for his report, it could have delayed further. Already, the, the, the propaganda is that he's running away from parliament. And these are not funds in the consolidated funds. These are funds that have been set aside with board of trustees to manage them. And, and I'm happy that the speaker has referred this matter to the, the two committees of parliament to further engage. Great. So we can invite the managers and governors of those private funds to also come and account. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, we take a break here. When we return, we'll hear from Kwame Sapongesiedu and Martin Pebu. And of course, we'll share your views as well. We'll be right back. Investments I can trust, and I know exactly where my money is all the time. Having the flexibility to do what I want to. The feeling and peace of mind I get knowing I can safely receive remittances from my family and friends from the comfort of my home. Money means safety. Money means so many things to so many people. But no matter what you use it for or what it may mean to you, money is the one thing that keeps us going and makes our lives a little bit brighter. So what does money mean to you? Just Momo it. MTN. They'll play a high press to force the mistakes. They'll dominate the aerial ball. They're too tall. We'll handle the pressure and smash them on the break. The number nine has scored in their last five games. The passing will be quick, decisive, precise. They will be drawn in the dying minutes. This match will mean more than three points. They will have the home ground advantage. This is why I bet. This is why I bet. This is why I bet. Betway. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. Bet responsibly, not for persons below 18 years. Discover the secret of Alphabet City. A modern gated community with bright and spacious two to three bedroom apartment unit situated in a stellar location at Sakumonok. Each apartment block is equipped with elevator, fitted kitchen, and elegant bathroom fixtures. Use an interest-free payment plan of up to five years or a mortgage financing of up to 20 years to secure your dream home now. There is nothing more than a secure Invest in Alphabet City today for a guaranteed returns on your income property investment. Call us now on 0240-111119 or 050-4499-999. Alphabet City. Excellent furnishing in a real estate business is a great deal for survival. My struggles as a young estate developer were cut short when I discovered Fernat Ghana. 
With quality furniture made from the finest woods and amazing after-sale service, Vernot Ghana changed my story with every single home I built. It's a one-stop shop that serves the interests of clients with a variety of living room and dining sets, solid wood kitchen installations, wardrobes, doors, cabinets, beds, agolas, floor parquets, and many other wooden products that will last a lifetime. With Fernet Ghana, all clients are offered the opportunity to customize furniture to their specifications. And the smile on their faces says it all. Thanks to Fernet, now your home can look beautiful with furniture that would last for generations. Visit Fernet Ghana today and share my story. Locators at Yaniba Estate or Sue Accra. Or call 0303-966085 or 055-278-4097. Think wood, think Fernet. Welcome back. This is Newsfile. This is your most authoritative news analysis platform. And here on Newsfile, we put Ghana first. And my guest you've been listening to is so far the Honorable MP for Ejusso and Deputy Minister for Finance, Dr. John Ampuntia Kuma, and um, Samuel Okujeto Ablakwa, the Honorable MP for North Tong and Ranking Member Foreign Affairs Committee of Parliament, Martin Pebu is a lawyer and rights activist and joining us just now is Kwame Sapong, a CEDU pharmacist and fellow Ghana Center for Democratic Development to share uh, his views on the accounting on the COVID expenditure <coughs> with us. Uh, I've got uh, some of your messages. I'll have to find some other time to read them but this one's uh, from Echo Moses says, um, <coughs> is the government rep saying that if any president come to power He's at will to build anything with the taxpayer, uh, taxpayer's money in support of his religion. So if a traditionalist who becomes a president uh, can convert a Sports stadium into a shrine with the taxpayer's money, um, <clears throat> okay, then uh, Abraham says that uh, no finance person will ever classify or cap uh, capture an expenditure made on an edifice like the cathedral under goods and services. Please, if the deputy minister ever said that, please uh, give him the opportunity to correct himself because that would be capital expenditure. Goods and services are consumables, stationery, fuel, food, phone bills, cartridges, printers, hiring of experts, etc., and not this one. Um, Kwame, thank you very much. Um, from what you have observed so far in Parliament and the discussions going on on the COVID expenditure, uh, what attracts your attention that you would like to talk to us about in some five minutes? Interesting, Samson. Thanks for having me. And I must say that a lot has been said about the numbers. I'd, normally, I'll go through numbers. But I'm, one number is key. I just listened to the Honorable Deputy Minister John Kuma, and he said that 12.02 billion was spent on actual COVID expenditure. And that because of COVID, there were constraints elsewhere, and some of the monies had to be spent in budgetary support. But if you look, 25.68 billion was what came in. That is money we are sure came in based on the government's own acceptance. Yeah. 
and you can you can look at it 19.3 billion 2020 and 6.29 billion 2021. So if you look at that, it means more was spent on budgetary support than actually was spent on COVID. Because if you do the subtraction, you get over 13 billion. That is unaccounted for. Because the finance minister has accounted for the 12 billion. And I, I can see the minority going on and on about whether it's 17 billion, whether it's uh, 19 billion, whether um, and whether this was allocation, whether this was expenditure. I am going by expenditure. You are telling me you spent 12.02 billion but you got 25.68 billion which leaves 13 almost 13.5 billion that hasn't been accounted for and if you've only accounted for 50 percent of what actually came in and you you projected the, the figures so i don't need to go back into the figures it's there for all to see and i'm quite sure you share it on your website the question i asked myself is why did the finance minister come to parliament to account for less than 50% of what we actually got in for COVID. Yeah. Where is the account for the remaining 30? If it's budgetary support, that's fine. But let's know. 2 billion went here. 1 billion went here. 500 million went here. And let the Ghanaian make a decision if that is value for money expenditure. The other thing I want to say is when it comes to communication, if you are communicating to the general public, and you're the only one who understands the communication, then you are not communicating. Mm -hmm. So if Dr. Kuma is telling us something, and I saw you and Honorable Okujetua Blackwell try to haggle with him about the communication they have put out, and he's saying you don't understand it. The question I ask myself is, you are a, a lawyer and you are an accountant communicating to the Ghanaian at large. Who doesn't have expertise in that area? It's like me, a pharmacist and a biomedical scientist, trying to explain something about COVID and talking about reproductive numbers and multiplicity rates. I am not communicating. If you cannot bring that information to the level of the average Ghanaian, then I'm sorry, you are not going to convince me. So the simple answer to your question is, with less than 50% accounted for, and the communication being all over the place and me being expected to have a degree in chartered accountancy to be able to understand it, I still think there's a lot more. And I think this will be unraveled by the parliamentary, the, the joint committees okay. looking into this any further. That is very important. But moving forward, I think they should learn to communicate to us in layman's language. Because another thing I know as a, an academic, is that when people communicate to you in a language that you don't understand, they simply want to confuse you. <laughs> that, no, when I was a lecturer, that was what I used to tell my students. I'm quite sure some of my students, both in Kenya and in the University of Portsmouth, are listening to me, and they'll vouch for me. I told you that if I walk into a pharmaceutical chemistry class and I teach and you don't understand that, I deliberately left my house to come to this lecture hall to confuse you because I don't want you to understand. If I did want you to understand, I would communicate in a language that would break it into sound bites that are amenable to you. Okay. That is everything I did with my communication throughout COVID. And I think the finance minister has filled in that aspect, communicating to parliament. And I think today, Dr. John Kuma hasn't done justice to it as well. So that is broadly what I see. <sighs> Interesting. So we can now hope that the bipartisan both uh, joint committees will also uh, shared federal license. The two of you can't seem to really agree. Um, now, Martin, yeah. 
Um, and one of my viewers tells me, Martin has not spoken in the last 45 minutes. Please, we want to hear from him. Oh, okay. All right, so uh, I, I just will reiterate what uh, 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 Dr. Sir Dubekwe just, uh, just mentioned about the communication. Because Sam, I'm here, I can also at least read literally. I see allocated amount. And Dr. Kuma is telling us that no, we can't see. That it's terribly bad. It's terribly bad. And don't forget, no, at least I read some small accounting one and two in university. And yes, Dr. Kuma is saying that no, what I'm seeing here is not what it is. Oh, it's, it's very insulting. So I think what he has to do is go back. He should have just asked for time. That look, okay, I don't have this document. Let me go back, reconcile, and come back. But you, you don't keep allocated here, and then you keep telling literate people that they can't see what is here. So, but where is the legend? Or even if in accounting, when you do sometimes you provide notes to the account so where is the ledger uh, the, the notes to the accounts that will show that allocated amount means something different so if you think it's not what we ordinarily should see definitely then there should, should be notes to the accounts in mm. accounting which will explain what this technical term is but failure to do so is a waste of our public resources Rather than talking down at honorable and the rest of us who are contending that we mm. can't uh, see that's the first one. Then secondly, it's also the case that the matter of uh, going to the trust fund, that it would have delayed. As far as I'm aware, by law, it's even in the Act 1013, that within two months after the end of each year, so I'm reading from sections 20, Section 21 of mm. Act 1013, mm. that's a coronavirus trust fund. Mm. Within two months after the end of the year, the account should be ready. Then they should present same to auditor general. We also have a COVID levy. Uh, excellent. And present it to Auditor General for audit. So at least you could have brought it and say, look, these are the accounts, but it's, they've not finished auditing. And you know, yes, and you know, it's also provided for the finance minister has those powers under the Financial uh, Management Act. You look at sections uh, 77 onwards, reporting requirements of public corporations mm. and state-owned uh, enterprises. So within two months after the end, and at any time that the finance minister requests for information, they are to give that information. So what this thing really requires is that common sense would have required that by all means they should have brought their accounts from the coronavirus trust fund. It just makes sense. You don't come and give some and say at one point after he finished, I heard some uh, government officers saying that, oh, they are going to allow the trust fund to also come and explain their accounts. And it looked very disjointed. Anyway, Interesting, but uh, it does look like that's all time will allow us. Uh, I was hoping I could get a second <laughs> to ask you about this, your, your, your gatekeeping role at the presidency and how the president has been yes, flying. Yes. <laughs> on, on all right. Travels. Okay, okay. Uh, you said? Uh, sorry. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm being told that everybody is raising their hand to have uh, one more bite, but time has run out of us. Um, on us, and my guests on this show this morning have been Dr. John Ampontia Kuma, MP Ejusu and Deputy Minister for Finance, uh, Samuel Okujetua Blakwa, MP North Tongue and Ranking Member Foreign Affairs Committee of Parliament. Maybe we should add presidential jets uh, flying and also uh, Office of President uh, Matters. Martin Pebu is a lawyer and rights activist. Kwame Sapongesiedu is pharmacist and fellow Ghana Center for Democratic Development. Earlier, we had uh, Kweku Enchibwe Siakon, 
who wants to be uh, known only as a Ghanaian citizen, also joining us with very interesting views on the issues. I'm Samson Ladia Nyanini, and my outfit, as always, is by Habil's Couture. You can find them at Ajiringano Gates, East Legon. You can call them 0200-84-1988. Have a good afternoon. Every time. 